Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So maybe you saw today's title and you thought, Comfortably Numb. Isn't that the name of a Pink Floyd song? And yes, it is. And actually, I got the inspiration for this podcast while listening to a band with my brother and sister. And they played this song. And I've always loved this song. And I sort of connected to it, even though it's about drug use and I don't do drugs and I'm not criticizing anyone who does. But the whole point of the song is that this person is doing drugs to avoid like the stage fright or the exhaustion that comes with performing and all of those things. And as I was sitting there and listening to it, I thought, okay, I can't really identify with taking drugs to escape what I have to face, but I can identify with escaping what I have to face in other ways. And I think that we all do this to some degree, but for some of us, this becomes a real problem because we don't want to face our issues. So instead, what we do is we avoid them and there are so many ways of avoiding them. And you may be thinking to yourself, that's not me. I don't do that. And as I sit here and describe some of the ways we avoid it, you may realize, oh my gosh, that is me. I do avoid things, but I want to tell you that it's perfectly normal Most of us do this and we don't even realize it, especially with the advent of social media and technology, it has become so much easier for us to zone out and just avoid what we have to face. The problem with that is that we're not dealing with our issues. And I've said this before, you have to feel it to heal it. And that is not always pleasant. But we have to do it. Avoidance is not helpful. And I'm having an issue right now in my own life. I, you know, you've all heard my story and how 2020 went for my whole family. Well, my daughter went away to school and she didn't have a great first year and she doesn't want to go back. She wants to go somewhere else second semester. But she had some things that were kind of traumatic happened to her and it was like, I don't know, being away, something just happened with her and now she feels like she doesn't really fit in anywhere. It's like her dorm isn't her home and my house isn't her home anymore because she wasn't there for a few months and she's chosen to go and stay with her stepmom. But that really doesn't feel like home to her either. It's just the most comfortable because No one gets in her face and asks her, you know, how are you doing and those kinds of things. She just kind of gets left alone there. But as her mom, it has broken my heart because she's sort of shutting everyone out. And it's not just me. It's everyone. You know, she's really not opening up to many people at all. You know, she'll she'll say, you know, text every once in a while. It's If you text her, you get a one word answer, you know. What I see is her shutting down and shutting people out. And what bothers me is I recognize this behavior as what I did when I was a little bit older than her, when my twins were about a year old. I did the same thing because I was in this marriage that was toxic and I had someone I was living with who was abusive. 
So I did the same thing. I just sort of numb myself and shut everyone out. And I see her doing the same thing. And it bothers me. And, you know, she's with stepmom and stepmom says, well, if she just doesn't feel like dealing with anything or wants to sleep all day, then I just let her. And the mom in me is like, oh, we can't, you can't do this. You can't let her just shut down. But she's in counseling and she really likes her counselor and I think that's going to help and I think it's just going to take time. But hearing this reminded me of my own situation. It reminded me of her. And I had to say that I think there are probably a lot of people who do this, who when you get depressed or when you are dealing with anxiety for whatever reason, your go-to is just to shut everyone out. And that's not good. Yes, sometimes we do need to be alone, but living your life shutting everyone out is not good. It's not helpful. And so I wanted to talk to you today about how you might be numbing yourself, not using drugs or alcohol, but just using other coping mechanisms or strategies. You may be doing it and not even realizing that you're shutting people out or that you're numbing yourself. The number one thing we do is procrastinate. Procrastination is a way for us to avoid doing what we don't want to do, what's too overwhelming for us, too difficult, too uncomfortable, too uncertain. So we just put it off. And I see my daughter doing this too because she's procrastinating thinking about where she wants to go next semester. And I'm like, okay, this is getting close. And I'm already getting billed for your next semester of where you are. Like, we have to figure this out. And she just doesn't want to talk about it. And I'm sure part of that is it's facing it and she doesn't want to do that. And I also think she's avoiding wanting to tell me that she wants to stay with her stepmom, which I want what's for my daughter's highest good, whatever that is. And we're just trying to figure that out. But... She's avoiding the whole thing. So procrastination and avoidance all together, when you have something you have to do and you know it's uncomfortable, you just skirt around it and you don't even talk about it or face it. Or you wait until the very last minute to do that. Instead of doing that, what if when you felt like you didn't want to do a task, stop and Feel the actual discomfort, feel the resistance, feel the aversion to the task and go through that. You have to do it anyway, but it might be a little bit easier to do the task if you stop for a minute and say, okay, what am I feeling towards this task? Why am I feeling that way? Am I feeling this way because I feel like I'm going to set myself up for failure or what is it? And then go through. And then those affirmations. No, I'm not a failure. I have everything I need right now. Don't avoid the emotions. Just feel it. And then you know you have to do the task anyway. But it might make it a little bit easier for you to do. Another thing that we do sometimes to avoid the task is we get on our phones. We go to Facebook. We go to Instagram. We start messaging people and reading things online. And while that's really interesting and we may learn some new things, you're also taking your attention away from feeling anything because your mind is engaged 
on your device and whatever it is that you're looking at there. So you're not in the present moment. You're not looking at what is right in front of you. So instead, maybe you say, okay, from this time to this time, I'm not going to look at my phone. And then instead, do something else, not something that distracts you, but maybe, maybe you do some journaling or maybe you sit and you think about the thing that's bothering you for a few minutes just to say, why is this bothering me? What is this really about? And is there anything I can do about it? Sometimes there is nothing we can do about things that are happening in our lives. Like right now, I feel like what's happening in my life is a little bit out of my control. Like there's not really a lot I can do other than just to be here and love my daughter and let her know I'm here for her. But there's really not else. There's not a lot else that I can do. And that's a very scary feeling to know you don't have control over something. And as parents, that's a big thing for us. We go from controlling all the things that our kids do and taking care of them to then having to step away and be like, all right, now you got to do this yourself. And I just have to step back a little and watch you and just make sure that you're safe. But there's really not a lot else that I can do right now except pray for her and try to guide her. But, you know, she's becoming an adult. And so I have to deal with what I'm feeling around that. So for me, a lot of what I'm doing is praying to my spiritual team to help me transmute any feelings of discomfort, any feelings of being hurt and rejected by her to know, like, help me see it from her eyes, her point of view, help me see that. And actually doing that has worked because I went out with my sister the other day and we were having a whole conversation. And in having a conversation with my sister, she brought up a few things about when they were little and whenever I was going through all this stuff with their dad. And it made me realize that I know exactly how she feels right now. That I do know exactly how she feels. Now, I don't know how to fix it because the way that I fixed it back then was to leave their dad. And that's not really, she is leaving her school and trying to find a different place. And maybe that will help. But I know how she's feeling. And so what that did was to help me see it from her eyes, to see it from a place of love and to say, okay, you don't have to be right all the time. And you don't have to take this as a total rejection. And you know what this is. This is someone going through a challenge in life, trying to figure out who they are. And you have been there. So you know what you needed was not a mom who was angry at you and putting herself first and saying, making it all about her and saying, why are you hurting me? No, you needed someone who was understanding gave you space and was just there when you needed them. And that's all I can do. But in praying about it and asking my guides, my angels to show me that from her perspective, that is how I, that epiphany came to me because I wasn't even thinking about that. Not even at all. That wasn't even on my radar. And it wasn't until I talked to my sister and we were, we were talking about my past and when they were little and growing up and all of a sudden, I made the connection of, oh, I know exactly how she feels. 
And I remember how painful that was. And what I needed was love, not people going, I can't believe you're acting like this. Because I didn't know how to act myself. So get off of your social media for a bit and sit with the problem. And think about, what am I really feeling? What is it really about? And you can ask that. Angels and guides, show me what this is really about. Because it's almost never really about what you think it's about. There's usually something much deeper going on. And when we can see things through the eyes of love, we can help our family members. We can, Or we can at least realize that not everything is about us. And sometimes we have to put our ego and pride aside. So sit with your feelings for a little bit. Check in with yourself and notice what am I actually feeling and feel it. It's not always pleasant when you're irritated or anxious, but I talked about this before. This is a great tool. I have told clients of mine that I work with, if there's someone you're having an issue with, imagine talking to their higher selves. So picture them in your mind's eye and say what you need to say because you need to get it out. Sometimes it can even be writing a letter that you don't actually send. You just write it to get everything out that you need. Even if it's a letter to yourself, or even if you need to picture yourself in your mind's eye and talking to yourself, say what you need to say. It's going to help you. Another thing people do, and this is especially younger people, they play video games because you get totally engrossed in that video game. And for adults, maybe you do things like Candy Crush or I don't even know what the games are anymore. I never really played those on Facebook, but I know my mom played like Candy Crush or like Farmville or whatever. Maybe you get engrossed in that and all of your attention is completely absorbed in the video game. So you don't have to feel what you're really feeling. So if that's the case, take a break. Take a break from the video games. And again, sit with yourself for just a bit. You can even do tappings to help yourself get through the emotions you're feeling. If you can identify what it is you're feeling. Like, oh, I'm feeling jealous. I'm feeling rejected. Look up a tapping for those things because they're there. Or a meditation. You can do those things. Watching TV is another thing that's sort of like social media because when you get into the show and you get involved, you're going numb because you're, you're engrossed in what's happening on the television. And, you know, TV can be a great thing to unwind, but if you're watching TV instead of doing the thing that you need to do, then you're avoiding feeling whatever it is you're going through, and that is a way of numbing. It is a way of numbing we don't even really think about. Another thing is just staying busy. Maybe you're always on the go. Maybe you're constantly signing up to go and do things for other people so that you don't have to be alone. I can tell you that I've been around people who do this. You're like, wow, they are so busy all the time. And at first I thought, oh, they just like to have an active life. But the certain people I've been around, I've noticed that really they're staying busy as a way of avoiding having to be alone. A lot of people don't like to be alone. And the reason they don't like to be alone is because when you're alone, 
you have to sit with your feelings. You have to feel how you're actually feeling. And that's not always a pleasant thing. I don't want anyone out there to think that I'm this person who feels fabulous every single day. I don't. I go through my own stuff. And for the past two weeks, I've been going through this stuff with my daughter and every day kind of struggling to say, like, how am I feeling? And struggling because I go from extreme emotions of being angry to feeling rejected to all of these things. And I've been trying to work through it on my own because I don't want to say anything or do anything with my daughter to hurt her or make it worse because I, I'm just now realizing really what this is all about. So when I sit here and I give you guys advice, I'm not saying anything to you that I haven't gone through and that I haven't done myself. I've had to work with mentors. I've had to work with counselors. I've had to work on the emotions myself. I've had to have the conversation in my mind's eye with my daughter and connect to her higher self and tell her, look, I'm not taking this personally. I want you to be happy. And at first I took, I totally took it personally. Of course I did. I'm a human being. But the more I dive into what I'm really feeling, the more I realize that It isn't about rejecting people. It's about not knowing who she is and trying to figure that out. And so the best thing I can do is just to be there. But that didn't come to me right away. I had to work through those feelings. And you have to work through it too. Another thing people do is they shop or they eat comfort foods. All of those things are another way for us to numb ourselves. And it makes total sense that we do that. I can think of two reasons. When we don't feel well, anytime I was sick as a kid, my mom would go buy me ice cream or something to make me feel better. So my brain equated eating ice cream with feeling better. And that's a way that we try to numb ourselves, but the problem is that doesn't last very long. And it might release some endorphins or some chemicals in your brain that I think it's the serotonin that makes you feel better for a short time, but it's sort of like a drug. You have to keep eating in order to keep that chemical releasing in your body. So it doesn't last long. And shopping is the same thing. And here's another thing that I was raised with an aunt who loved shopping. And so I would go with her. And she would say, oh, you need to buy this leather jacket. And I would know, like, I really don't have the budget to buy this. And she would say, oh, no, it's such a good deal, though. You'd really need to buy it. So then I would buy it because, you know, she would tell me, you need to. Of course, I loved it. But then I would get home and I immediately have this, like, buyer's remorse. So for me, I sort of had this, if I buy a new shirt, it'll make me feel better. But also that did not last. So shopping and food addictions are other ways that we are really trying to numb ourselves. What you're trying to do is make yourself feel better. But the thing is, it's okay to feel sad. You don't have to feel happy 24-7. It's okay to feel those emotions. What's not okay is just to sit in them for a long time. So it's okay if you feel stressed. It's okay if you feel sad. 
it's not necessarily negative. We don't want to reject our feelings. What I always say is feel them, but then allow them to pass. So we can feel them because we need to, we need to process them. And then we can do something that makes us feel better, like going for a walk or reading a good book, those kinds of things. But don't ignore the feelings. Also, a lot of people will lash out when they're feeling insecure. It comes out as frustration or angry. I'm hurt, so I lash out at whoever's around me. Instead, instead of lashing out at everyone else, just feel the emotion. That lashing out happens because you don't deal with what you're feeling. And my brother actually said that to me yesterday. He said, I know you're feeling some frustration. He's like, you need to deal with that because you don't want, to co- you want that to come out at, at your daughter. And he was right. He goes, I just know how I am. And if I don't deal with my emotion, then it comes out later if I'm having a little fight with someone. Then like what you did 10 years ago comes out. It's like, yeah, you're right. So don't numb or avoid your feelings. Instead, deal with them. Deal with them. It's not always easy to deal with your feelings, but it absolutely helps. Especially if it's with another person, you can say, what is this about? Why is this happening? What am I supposed to learn? Because it's all a learning experience. We tend to want to look at everything through the eyes of fear rather than love. And when we look at things with love, we know that we aren't being rejected, we aren't being this, we aren't being that. Sometimes it's not about us. Sometimes it's just about the other person trying to figure out who they are and what they need. Don't be afraid to feel your feelings and to express them. And of course, some people do use drugs and alcohol to numb their feelings. That's the most obvious way. But when I say comfortably numb, most people think, oh, well, yeah, that's how I do it. Um, it's through drugs and alcohol, but that's not the only way. Most of us use other methods like procrastination, like shopping or eating or just avoidance and staying busy or going to TV or social media, all of those things. Those are all ways we avoid being in the present moment. And it's a way that we avoid feeling what we need to feel. It really stinks to have to feel things that are not happy and joy and all of those things but we all have to do it we all have to go through it and you will come out on the other side of it if you deal with it if you don't deal with it as I said in my book beautifully broken you're gonna ugly cry in public and then you'll be embarrassed you're gonna lash out you know you're just gonna not deal with it in a healthy way so do some writing if you need to maybe Set some time aside to meditate. Set time aside to deal with the emotion. And again, picture the person, even if it's you. You know, maybe you are embarrassed because of something you did and you're like, why did I do that? So picture yourself in your mind's eye and say, I'm sorry that I reacted in this way because I didn't have the tools I needed to deal with it in the right way. We're all human. We're going to make mistakes. Forgive yourself and forgive others. And take the time to deal with your emotions. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you. And the card I pulled today is from the Butterfly Oracle Card Deck by Doreen Virtue. 
And it is family changes. So I'm going to get the extended message because I don't use this deck all that often. I'm one of those people, like, if it doesn't have the explanation on the card, I don't always, like, go into the deck, to the book. Okay, but this card says, this card comes to you with the announcement of a change in your family. You needn't worry about the shift because it unfolds with divine blessings. Trust that you and your family are entirely watched over and protected by God and the angels. And this change only arises because it is the free will choice. Sorry, it's on the next page. Don't you love when they do that in the middle of a sentence? It is the free will choice of those involved. Your role is to keep steady prayers that everyone chooses the path of God's love. Then release your prayers with faith and love. If you need to take action, God will clearly guide you and support you all the way. While change can seem threatening in the long run, it always works out for the best. And so it is with your loved ones. Truly, this change will bring you closer together and bond you in new ways. I love that. I think that was a message too for me. So I'm really glad we got that card. But here's some additional meanings. There could be pregnancy, birth, or adoption, a change in living situation, divorce or separation, life transition, health concerns, or marriage. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with me. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. You can leave me some stars on iTunes. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 630 Central on Facebook where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, I will pull a card especially for you. I also do free readings on Instagram, usually on Saturdays. And I have free guided meditations on my YouTube channel. I just did one for grief, so go check that out. Also, if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you will find all of the services I offer. You can even purchase my new book, Beautifully Broken, there. You can purchase a session from my offerings page and then contact me and we will schedule it. I have evening availability after 4 Central and Saturdays and Sundays. And also my online sessions are done through Zoom, so you never have to leave the comfort of your own home. I hope that you guys have an amazing day and that you are taking some time out to really pamper yourself and do some self-care because you deserve it. You are worthy. I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye, guys.